Come to the end of season one of Thanks Bro and some other stuff. We'd like to thank you for listening, and we sincerely hope that you have found our conversations entertaining. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email us at thanksbrothanks at protonmail.com. That's thanksbrothanks at protonmail.com. And now, on to the show. We are rolling uh, here in in Maine. Live. That's cool. Live for the first time in the show's history. Well, it's not live. Well, in, in person. <laughs> in person. For the first Everyone. time in show's history. Usually we're in three different locations. Do the song, dude. Ding dong, ding ding dong, ding 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 dong. No, 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 What is that? Re- what is? I'm distracted. What is that reference? He was like, can you guys tell me more about that song that Ron made up with the wiry rabbit? Yeah, I left the room and you guys started singing. What was the, um, who made up the, who made up the, um. You made it all up. I know. Well, no. I mean, who made up the banister song? You did. The Hanging Today. So yeah, Ron would hang it on the banister and he would sing the song. This is when I knew he was a genius. He, he would just hang on the banister. <laughs> he, he would hang on the banister and he, he would go, Hanging today. <laughs> hanging we need, we need today. We Okay, well, I'll say it if you guys want. This is the first time that we've ever done this in person. And I haven't been to Maine in three years. So the next <laughs> the next time we do this, it's got to be New York City. Okay. I'm down. Will you give Jason a ride? <laughs> yeah. I'll drive. He might not like that, though. Why? Because slow. Because I'm fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> and I love when I. You know what I love is when you get down south and it turns into three lanes, and there's no stopping you then. Because on two lanes you have, if you get behind someone, you have to wait. Three lanes, you can just all the way. I loved it the other day. I went down there. It's just it gets this lane, then I'm over here, I'm over here, just <laughs> zipping back and I forth. I feel like by south, you're talking about New Hampshire. If you go further, it gets to like six lanes. Yeah, dude, I would. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be sweet. No, I'm talking about Maine still. I didn't go to New Hampshire, but yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 
No, but I, I remember in California, like in California, one of my Navy buddies would be in his car, and it'd be like a four-lane highway, and he'd be all the way over here, and the exit is over here, and he would just go right through. Like I'm like, how the fuck did you not just kill us right there? Because you just went <laughs> over four fucking lanes in three seconds to make the exit. Oh, I don't know. It was insane. But back then, I didn't drive. I didn't really, you know, wasn't a big driver or anything. I didn't fucking play with that thing all night. <laughs> I feel like you're probably not that bad. Driver? No, I'm a good driver. Everyone else sucks. You know when you drank so much and then you're blacked out, and then you just do whatever you do. And then you wake up somewhere. You ever known it? Known when I was blacked out? Yeah. No, that's the point, right? Are you like... I feel like there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm definitely... I might not remember this. I should go home. I feel like you... I think maybe that's right before. I think you're thinking right before you're blacked out. Because if you're blacked out, you don't... You're blacked out, right? You don't know anything. Do you think it comes back? Like if you if you if you went under hypnosis, they'd be like, "Oh, this is where you." Uh, That's a good point. You actually, tried to make a phone call by peeing in the phone in the <laughs> quarter slot. <laughs> I like the idea of just peeing in the phone. Like, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I want you to Anybody there? <laughs> I'm trying to call Frank. <laughs> oh, it's not working. And would that be a good service for a hypnotist to? Regress people who had gone in, who had had a blackout, dr- a drunk. I bet he could make a lot of fucking money. <laughs> that would be, like, that would be I really need to know what happened last night. Please take me back. I, I would go to uh, maybe like. I woke, I woke up with this chick. I'm thinking. I would. I would. <laughs> well, where do you think the biggest population is of drunk people? I'm thinking I would go to New Orleans. Well, they or Vegas. They have to care. Vegas yeah. would be good. One. They have to care though. Some yeah. some areas of drunk people they don't care. I would take it seriously. Yeah. Like they don't care what they did. They don't want to know. They don't care. But other people do want to know what happened. I'm kind of worried that I might need to answer for something. Canadians are probably a little more Oh, you saying what are you saying Canadians wouldn't care? Well, I guess now that I think about hockey players, I I guess they wouldn't. Some of them wouldn't, but Do you think hockey players get drunk before they play a game or not all of them, but do you think they could get drunk? Like the guy, the goons, the guys that are going right. to be smashing people, do you think? Right. What's their pep substance of choice before a a heavy, aggressive physical <laughs> game? Maybe that's the one doing, drinking booze and doing cocaine at the same time <laughs> so he can just kill people. I, I was actually thinking about this recently because I saw a comedian on one of his posts and he was talking to it was like a thing that he had a show a while ago and it was all about being too drunk on national television and it made me think that uh, probably a lot of people do that and um to like make it through you mean just i don't just to like to be comfortable like i I bet there's a lot of people who are doing things Pre- I'm sure most actors. Well, I'm saying yeah, sports something. and acting and all, but a bunch, you know, like musicians, like comedians. A lot of times they'll, you know, drink a few beers, smoke a joint or something like that to loosen up. Remember Honky Tonk Man, the wrestler Honky Tonk Man? I saw some thing where he was like, 
yeah, we were on Coke, whiskey, beer, and steroids or whatever. And he goes, that's just how it was back then. Everybody was doing that. I don't know what the fucking point of that story was. What re- regressing into blackout territory? Who's that? Uh, who's that UFC? Oh, being uh, being a performer and being on all that shit. Yeah. Like wrestlers are out there every single night, you know, doing that. So probably to loosen up or whatever. Yeah, or just to kill the pain, you know, after That's wrestling or whatever. Because they're doing shit. You know Nick Diaz from, um, from the UFC. He's like from Boston. I've heard the name. You don't watch UFC? Not really. Fucking pussy. I watch I watch real sports. Like <laughs> WWE. You, you only watch pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, right. I don't want to watch amateurs. Anyway, he said something where somebody said, like, are you, are you, he said some question about, is it, a, do you think it's good to test for steroids? He's like, yeah, but like everybody I know has always been doing them and they know how to pass the test. So whatever, doesn't matter. And then I saw another thing that was uh, saying that football players are always told what day they will be tested for weed. Right. Until they all they know how to get by those tests. Oh, they're all I don't doing... think I would smoke weed before an NFL game, though, necessarily. That doesn't seem like performance <laughs> enhancing. <laughs> all, the, all the NBA players smoke weed. I don't, think, I don't know if they do it before a game. I don't think so, because... You're probably not worried about jumping and running and stuff. I don't, I mean, maybe, but I don't think it, yeah, like you said, I don't think it enhances your abilities. I guess it depends on how you practice. Yeah. So as a, as a practice all on that stuff, something, do you think, do you think smoking a joint before a cross country race would have made you better? Maybe. Really? Because I would, you wouldn't feel fatigue or something. It might take me. I mean, I would do maybe probably a sativa. What's that like? A like a artificial sweetener? <laughs> I think we got another business idea. Else. No, the hip, the the blackout drunk hypnotist. I like that that character. Well, because it's it's not it's just it, it's visually I'm saying this is a business idea or a, or a bit idea. Well, both. Okay. Maybe. I'll learn how to be a hypnotist. Sure. <laughs> if I can hypnotize myself and find out what I did for a few times, it'd be good. You know what I really, you know, uh, this is actually intriguing me because I want to figure out one night in Mexico what happened to me <laughs> uh, because I have no, it was an adventure. The awake parts were such an adventure. I want to know what happened when I was blackout. Wow. This is a long time ago, right? Wait, I, yeah, I, this I, is I sort a, of know this story a little bit. This is when I was in the Navy. I thought I told this story. This is like one of my famous ones. Is this involved iced tea? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This was in Mexico. Iced tea was in Hawaii. Oh, okay. This is iced tea. <laughs> Mango iced tea. 
Huh. Um, yeah, so one night in Mexico, I went out. So I went out with a buddy. We just got back from our six-month cruise, and while we were on the cruise, he had turned 21. And I was like, oh, awesome, dude. We can go out to your first bars in the... You're 21 now. We can go out to real bars. We don't have to go to Mexico or whatever because you could drink at 18 or whatever in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we'll go out. So we went out to like one club in San Diego. And my friend was like, this sucks. Let's go to Tijuana. And I was like, you just turned like, dude, you just turned 21 and you want to go to Tijuana? Yep. All right. So we went to Tijuana. And so we they have like these deals of drinks that are like, Buy one, get seven free, or I don't know, stupid stuff like that. So I was like, all right. So I bought all these drinks, and I had this whole table was filled up with drinks. And my buddy was like, ah, I don't want to drink. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I just drank, I bought all this fucking alcohol. And he's like, nah, I don't, I don't feel like it. I'm like, well, fuck you then. And I started just pounding like all of the dr- mixed drinks or whatever. And that was like the last thing I remember. And he said that I that I ran out of the bar, so he followed me, and he said I went to a hot dog vendor, and I bought, like, four hot dogs, and he said that I started sprinting down the street <laughs> like I was playing football, like I was holding the hot dogs like a football, <laughs> and he said I was running so fast that he couldn't catch me. <laughs> and then the next thing I remember was I'm walking down some alley, and it, like the sun, you, it started getting light out, and the sun's coming up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And there was some guy like, fall, I thought he was following me, so I went up to him and I like grabbed him, and I'm like, "Because I didn't have anything, my glasses, my wallet, everything was gone. All I had on me was we had gotten a hotel room, like because we knew we were getting drunk or whatever. So we got a hotel room in San Diego, and that's the only thing I had on me was the hotel key." And so I started shaking this guy, and I'm like, you stole my money and all this stuff. He's like, no, no, I didn't. And so finally I'm like, well, where's the border? And he goes, it's that way. (laughs) And so (laughs) I just start walking, and there's, like, old women out sweeping the sidewalk and stuff. Like, it's getting, like, you know, time to start the day or whatever. So I get to the border, and I didn't have my ID or anything because my wallet got stolen. And I'm like, yeah, I go, I'm in the Navy. I go, I didn't, my wallet got stolen. I don't have my ID. And the guy's like, oh, just tell her you're from the U.S. She'll let you through. So she let me through, and <laughs> I had to, like, go to Walmart, get a new pair of glasses because I lost those. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an ID. <laughs> well, no, I had, to go to the, I had to go to the captain of the ship and be like, uh, I lost my ID. I need a new one because if you ever lose your ID, I guess you had to f- go up in front of the captain or whatever. So I had to go up in front of the captain. He's like, I was like, yeah, I lost my ID. And he goes, oh, what happened? I go, well, I left my. I went swimming at the beach and I left my pants on the on the <laughs> beach. And while I was swimming, somebody stole my wallet. And he goes, oh, you sure you didn't lose it in Tijuana? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and I go, no, (laughs) that's what happened. He goes, well, because those IDs will go for a lot of money down there or something like that. And I go, yeah, nope, lost it on on the beach. And so then I had to like stay on the ship until they issued me a new ID or whatever. But I want to know, I want the hypnotist because I want to know what happened. In between running down the road, I don't even remember that part, leaving the bar and waking up walking down an alley. I can tell you because 
I'm pretty sure I probably fell in a ditch and passed out, and they just came over and like took my stuff and walked off. But one day I was hanging out at a uh, a Mexican restaurant in Brooklyn, <laughs> and I was making friends with this guy. And I asked him, I was like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Ron." And I was like, "I was like, show me your ID." And it was your face. Oh wow! And he had fucking it was a military ID. Yeah, and then he beat me up and he stole my ID. <laughs> Now he's just out there. So there's a Ron, there's a Ron and an Aaron running around right now. Nice. Did your friend end up at the hotel, or did he just go back? Yeah, well he he went back, but he couldn't get in, so he slept in his car. Huh. And so when I I I went, I got over the border, but I didn't have any money, so I couldn't take the trolley. So I ended up getting a cab. And what I had done was I had left. I was I guess I don't know if you call it smart, but left my debit card or credit card or whatever it was at the hotel in the dresser and didn't bring it with me. So I still had that. Yeah. So I had him bring me back there, got my debit card, had him take me to an ATM, got him his money, and was able to get back that way. But, yeah, it's pretty insane. So the hot dog thing, a football is called a pigskin in some circles. So there could have been an actual reason. Uh, So now you're, are you trying to be the the hypnotist? Remember, (laughs) you're getting very sleepy. I don't know if I can be hypnotized. We, We actually had a party when I was in the Navy and they had a hypnotist. And he was supposed to be like hypnotizing everyone there, I think, maybe. And I didn't take, but... I kind of wanted to see what happened. That's why I didn't do it. It was pretty funny, though. Like, he was making people talk like an alien. And, like, this guy and this girl. And only they could understand each other. It was pretty funny. And then one guy he made have to go to the bathroom really bad. And he's like, you have to pee really bad. And you can't find the exit of the bathroom. And the guy's running around to, like, every door trying to find... A way out or whatever. It's pretty funny. Can you use hypnotism to find your, like, deepest, darkest, like, things that happen to you when you're, like, two years old that you forgot? I don't know. Well, that you Is that hypnotism never... or something else? See, some Exorcism? people... Some people say that you can do that regressive hypnotism and recover those kinds of memories and other people say that no they're it's more likely suggested that you remember such and such maybe it didn't happen at all what's your favorite podcast my favorite podcast yeah I like, um... Thanks, bro. Steve, dude. Come on, dude. Oh, yeah. What's my favorite podcast? (laughs) Thanks, bro, and other stuff. That's great. (laughs) I love that one. Like Frosted Flakes. That's right. Crunchy and delicious. Yeah. 
you, you could put, <laughs> put sugar on you, it. You, that's what I was going to say. I remember like people that would put sugar on Frosted Flakes. If I spent the night at somebody's house that had Frosted Flakes, I, that, I was fine. Dude. And then the friend would be like putting sugar on it. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> yeah, Ben Ben was appalled that I needed to put sugar on Honey Nut Cheerios. He's like, what do you put? What do you put? Why are you putting sugar on that? You're ruining it. I'm like, it's gross. And he's sure. It's Cheerios. Doesn't matter if it's honey nut. Oh my god! It doesn't make it any better. Still Cheerios. Uh, I I love Ben. He's a he's a smart kid. He is pretty smart. Too smart sometimes. You had a question about Maine. No. Yeah. So. Sorry, I have to reply to them. So I'm in Maine, and I, for the first, I've never seen Sunny D hard seltzer. And all these people from Brooklyn are like, what does it taste like? And I'm telling them what my sister said. It tastes like Fresca, because it's a true story. But you haven't tasted it. No, I had, I traded, I gave Katie two White Claws for one Sunny D. And she's oh, like, no, just one. I was like, no, I'm giving you two. Would you say that, would you say that you're like what the old west cowboys would call a dandy? <laughs> Cuz I feel like what's the definition the type of person that drinks a white claw with a straw would be a dandy. Yeah. Like the guy okay. here has got a whiskey and he's like okay, he yeah. looks over at you and he's Fine. like I I need I need a specific definition of dandy, but I I think you're spot on. Not gay. I don't, I don't, the see, we've been making f- fun of that, but like, I'm talking like. I don't make fun of gay people. No, I mean, the. Why that, are you making fun oh, of Oh, it's Bud Light or it's White Claw or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm talking more like. Do you think you. Did we talk about this before? Do you, do you think that you're like on the cusp of fashion in New York? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> although, yeah, at times I feel like I do certain things that I feel like. Do you do you try to fit in fashion fashion wise in New York? I do the least possible. So you do you you try not to stand out then? Yeah. Yes. But, but well, also- okay, so that's a good point because. Also, if you're if you're crazy fashioned up, you will stand out. But in New York, you still don't necessarily stand out. So but if I'm I was just to, walking in in with a black T-shirt and jeans, people would be like, "Oh my god!" What, what color are your jeans? Blue. Well, I mean, you'd be all right if you had black jeans and a black T-shirt. You're 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 you're, get you're solid. Going back to dandies, I think a dandy would be wearing like a bow tie or maybe a a, a yellow handkerchief like John Wayne. You're saying, wait a minute, hold on. Like a, like a Cub Scout. John Wayne to a dandy? No, it's, I feel like he would be the least dandy guy out there. We were watching a movie last night where John Wayne was dressed up as a Union soldier, but they all looked like uh, Cub Scouts. Real Grande, something like that. Yeah. Real something. And he had a yellow handkerchief? He looked like Cub Scouts. It was like a blue uniform with like a... a kerchief with a little... Yeah, but a, but a yellow... A yellow thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looked just like that.
wish they still had public. We know that's something we never had as a kid. Not, that wasn't something you could watch, public access. I feel like there would be a lot of fucking sweet shit. We that. could have done it. I mean, I had a show on public access in New York for a while. But yeah, like, remember, um, like, Wayne's World. If we had that when we were kids. So what was, the, mean, sh- what was the show you had on public access? My show was, uh, it was called Untitled TV. And it was... It was kind of a mess. It was just like a whole bunch of... You had of, a show? Yeah, we were, just, we were just trying to put some stuff on television. It was kind of a mess, but it was also like pretty... I don't know. Like It was it was better than at least a quarter. I mean, it was better than a lot of the things that were on public access. But So it was like a variety show. Is that your opinion or you... you- a lot of people told you that. No, this is a Yelp review. <laughs> okay. It's better than a as lot. As long as it's official and not just your <laughs> four stars on. As I recall, it was largely images, right? It was trying to be a variety show of, yeah, images. So scenes from different parts it's of the city. Not still images, video images. The train going by, people on the street. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it was like a, it was like a public access Tim and Eric. But there were, were without, without people, comedy. And without hosts, right? Yeah, no, just no hosts, no comedy. (laughs) Sounds like a good show. 